Hi, I'm Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meeting Podcast. Every week we talk about what we did last week and what we did next week. And today I'm joined by David Fox. Hey there. Gary Winnick. Hello. And special guest Jen Sandercock. Hello. Uh, so why don't we, uh, well, why don't we start first with Jen? Cause this is Jen's first time on the podcast. So just tell us a little bit about yourself, Jen. Uh, tell, tell people about me. Um, like what do you do? What do you do on the project? And... Oh. <laughs> so what I, what I do on the project is I'm, I'm mostly a coder, um, but I'm helping out with a few other bits and pieces that Ron will probably be talking a bit about, um, this week. Um, but yeah, mostly I'm hooking up rooms. Um, I like started with the sewers and now I'm moving on to the hotel. Right. And Jen, based upon your accent, you're obviously from Texas, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's right. No, um, I grew up in Australia. Oh, great. Well, let's start with David. David, what did you do last week? Or actually, I should say, what did you do in the last three days? Because we did a we did a kind of impromptu podcast on Tuesday, so it actually hasn't been a full week since our last podcast. So, David, what did you do in the last three days? Did you finish the game? I finished the game. Yeah, excellent. It only took three days. We should we should only do three days at a time, and we could finish the game every every three days. Um, we can make a lot of games if we can get them done <laughs> in three days. I continue working on the end of Act One scene and did some more polish and based on some changes that Ron suggested, which tightened it up. Yesterday, got a gorgeous room for Mark Ferrari for the mansion, and. It's complex in terms of clipping planes and objects, so it'll probably take me most of today to get that working nicely. But it's really pretty. Can't wait for you to see it. And in, be in between rooms, I've been working on inventory objects and just adding code and sometimes temporary code, but adding stuff to make those work. And I think that's it. All right. What are you up to next week? Next week? I mean, um, now that the game's done, right? You're now the game's going done. on vacation, well, let's right? Let's do another game, yeah. Um, I'm expecting another room from Mark probably in a day or so. So I'll be working more, mostly just focused on the mansion. So there should be another three rooms, four rooms coming for the mansion. And that'll probably take through, through the next week or week, week to two weeks. Okay. Great. Thanks. Uh, I will, uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, the thing I've been working on a couple of things. I've been trying to get the controller, the game controller code, uh, working for the, uh, for the Xbox, also just controllers. I mean, you could play the game with a controller on the you know Steam build on the Mac or the PC build as well, because that that code will all work. But I'm trying to get that working. We have an opportunity to possibly show the game uh, with Microsoft, but it needs to be shown with controllers because it's for the Xbox version of the game, and that's something that I really haven't done a lot of focus on. So I'm probably going to spend the next week just trying to get the controller stuff all working and maybe do some maybe do some play tests with some people using the controllers and just see how they're how they're using it. The controller code's like a little a little bit tricky because you know I still want it to feel like a classic point and click adventure game even though using a controller. So I'm just trying to balance, you know, that it kind of feels that way. And you know, Maniac Mansion was played with a joystick, right? I mean there wasn't a mouse on the Commodore 64. So I'm just trying to make the make the controller code kind of capture that essence but also you know be easy and not cumbersome to use so i think that's probably going to take a little while to uh figure out and we're also uh just started working on a new trailer for the game 
And so I was spending some time figuring out what that is. And uh, Jen's been helping out with a little bit with that, with getting some people together to edit the trailer and, and whatnot. That is probably my next week. Gary? Or no, let's go to Jen. Jen? Um, well, so I guess like in terms of what I've been working on this last week, well, I, I thought that I was kind of stuck because I didn't have um, new rooms from Octavia yet for the hotel. But then I realized there's a lot I could do without having that art. Um, so I've been working on Franklin's flashback, so which is kind of like the history of like the backstory for Franklin. Um, so I started by creating some um, puzzle dependency charts following Ron's, uh, you know, you know, rules about how to do them. Um, and then I'm basically just starting to put in the flashback. Um, so I've got it so it can trigger and you can exit it, and then I'll slowly be adding in the puzzles one by one so that as you as you build it up you can always complete the flashback and then I never kind of break the game for everyone else um and yeah and then as the rooms start if the rooms start coming in I'll start putting them in great and there's there's cockroaches in the flashback too right yes there are cockroaches but I haven't got to them yet I was this week I was I was making sure hotel room doors could lock and that you could have a key that would open up only the hotel room door that you had the key for great uh Gary okay um so, you know, I was tempted to say I just did more of the same that I did the week before, and I'm going to do more of the same next week. But uh, actually, we could just little... record you saying that once, and yeah. then we'll just play that back each time, and you don't even have to join us. Yeah, because it's it's starting to feel like the same old crap. No, it's not actually. Um, the other thing that you know I'm going to sort of digress on for just a second. The thing that you jogged my mind about when you were talking about um, you know the fact that we use joysticks on the Commodore. Um, actually, I remember when we were actually drawing on the Commodore, we didn't have a mouse either, so we used joysticks to do all of the input for plotting points and everything. You know, in the art programs we had, which were both um, an animation program I think that Charlie wrote, and I believe the um, background program you wrote. So it was interesting. You know, it sort of jogged my mind because I'm remembering moving. You know, this one daughter, this one sort of you know, dimly flashing dot around with a cursor on the Commodore screen and like, you know, pushing the fire button to actually like plot the point, which is, you know, pretty weird now when you think about that. But uh, yeah, I think doing that art and stuff with a joystick was, you know, like painting with your fist. Yeah, it was it was pretty pain. The other thing that I had in those days and it was that we didn't even have a magnify function. So I used to have one of those big magnifying, um, you know, lights that I would swing down in front of my monitor <laughs> so I could see the thing magnified and then I would swing it back away from my monitor. And so work. you did, you did have a magnify function. It was just a real world magnify function. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so that was how we, how, that was how those things worked in those days and in, in the 19 mid 1980s in any case. So that just, you know, jogged my memory about that stuff. So getting back though to what I actually done in the last few days, one thing that I've done and Ron sort of, you know, uh, helps push this along is go through and like work on spreadsheets of scheduling with Mark to sort of go through and figure out, you know, what he's going to be delivering over the next few weeks. And that, you know, is always fun to figure out. And then also sort of list out all the tasks for these next two sprints, or I guess sort of one major sprint that has two big areas in it, which are the mansion and the hotel, which will get us through to the end of uh, act one. So I've been working on that. And then for my specific art, part relative to that is I've been doing a lot of character, well, character animation and a lot of icons. So yeah, I've seen a lot of icons run through on the, on the, uh, check-ins. Yeah. Because 
on well on that list there's a whole bunch of icons you know we keep adding puzzles which require we keep adding icons so there you go there you, you know figure it out so in any case uh that's kind of what i've been doing and i will continue working on animation i'm working on a character right now um i'll just say it's a younger kid that i'm working on right now for uh one of the flashback scenes and then um also continuing to sort of work on icons right now and that's about it yeah i think the calculations that i did on the last podcast about the number of possible icons based on the colors and the size of the icons was completely wrong somebody on the comments forum calculated it correctly as and 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 I, and I think there are there are more possible icons than there are you know particles in the universe. Yeah. I mean, I think somebody was calling bullshit on you the same way you called it on the Revenant. Or <laughs> it's it's easy to call bullshit on my math skills. <laughs> All right, is that it? Is that is, Ron? Is that why people are having so much trouble with the secret questions when they post comments? Are you actually sitting there behind the computer? answering the question every time someone yeah yeah every time somebody logs in it's up to me to verify their answer and i just yeah, can't I, I can't do math i don't know why that secret question thing is so broken i mean the code is actually really really simple but it's i mean it's broken for me about 25 percent of the time like everyone else and i i have no idea at this point i i don't want to fix it because there's a certain <laughs> charm to its brokenness so i'm just i'm just gonna leave it broken yeah, it's another one of those nostalgic uh, things from like, you know, the last six months or something like that. But it'll become one of those things we sort of have to incorporate into all of our um, websites and stuff moving forward into the future, I guess. Yeah, that it's always broken because if suddenly the secret question actually worked every time, people would wonder what's up. They just wouldn't feel that they were at the authentic Thingbaloo Park yeah, blog so. if it actually worked. Okay, well, I will see everyone later. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Was that too much fun, Jen? Oh, she's gone. Oh, she's gone. She's like, out. she's she's like out. <laughs> Sorry, no, I Oh, I wow, I've had enough of these guys. Yeah, I mean, it was like she hung. It looked like she hung up immediately, like get away. Well, you guys said bye. It's like it's like the, the, the knee jerk yeah, reaction, but, right? But like, like, you don't know Ron's mo is he keeps recording all this stuff. So there's like this, like you know, sort of banal, friendly chatter at the end of this to feel like you know we have more com camaraderie with each other than we really have. <laughs> Okay, see you guys. Okay, bye. Bye.